Welcome to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Each weekday, Dr. Crisp will be discussing biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Tune in daily to start your day right and deepen your understanding of how to better walk the way and enjoy the journey. Here's your host, Dr. Tony Crisp. Welcome to On the Way. This is Tony Crisp, and this is podcast number 32. This week on our podcast, I want to speak to you about the Great Commission. It is talked about a whole lot more than it is done in our day, but I want to talk to you about what it is and break it down. And so we're going to be in the Gospel of Matthew this week, the last chapter, and we're going to answer the questions. What is the Great Commission? How is it carried out? Where is it to be carried out? And all of the particulars about it. And so we're going to begin where it all began at the empty tomb. And so Mary Magdalene had come on the dawn of the third day when Jesus had been laid in the tomb three days earlier, and now he is resurrected. And when they came to the garden, they found that the tomb was empty. And immediately they were confronted by angelic beings. And they immediately said, go quickly and tell his disciples that Jesus, that he is risen from the dead, and indeed he is going before you into Galilee, there you will see him, behold I have told you. Now it's interesting that the Great Commission was not given in Jerusalem, the city of God, but rather in the Galilee, and we'll go over that more in just a moment. Verse 10 of chapter 28 of the Gospel of Matthew says that Jesus himself said to them, do not be afraid, go and tell my brethren to go to the Galilee, and there they will see me. Now remember Jesus appeared twice to his disciples in Jerusalem, and then the third time was by the Sea of Galilee one morning after they had already gone back, gone fishing, and doing uh, life as they had done when they met Jesus, because that's what they knew to do. And let me just stop and parenthetically say that Peter and James and John and the other disciples were not disobeying Jesus. They were doing exactly what he told them to do. You see, much of the Christian life is not miracle. Much of the Christian life is just doing what God's told us to do and walking in obedience, and that's what they were doing. They had gone back to fishing, which is their ordinary life and what they were doing. Why? Because that's where God meets us in our ordinary life as we go from day to day walking in obedience to Him. And so now they're in the Galilee, and you can remember in the closing chapter of the Gospel of John, you have Jesus meeting them. You have the uh, words exchanged by Peter and Jesus, and uh, Jesus asking Him, reminding Him three times of uh, what had happened in Jerusalem, asking him, did uh, did he love him? And you know the story, and that's for another podcast. But what I want you to understand is that the Great Commission was given in the Galilee. And when you turn to the last few verses of the Gospel of Matthew, beginning where the paragraph begins in verse 16, then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee, to the mountain which Jesus had appointed for them. Evidently, while Jesus was walking with them in his earthly life, he had said, I'm going to go to Jerusalem. I'm going to be crucified. I'm going to rise again from the dead, and I want to meet here in this place. And when they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. Isn't it amazing that after they had seen him alive, they had talked with him, they had seen him eat to see that it was indeed the real Jesus. They had seen the scars in his hands. They had seen the uh, place where the sword had pierced him in his side, and still some doubted. Then Jesus came and 
and spoken to them, saying, All authority. Now, that's not dunamis, although he has all dunamis, all dynamic, all power in that sense. This is the word authority. All authority is given unto me and in heaven and on earth. And then he gave the commission, disciple. That's right. It's not go. Go is not the commission. The commission is to disciple, not even make disciples. We can't make disciples. Only the Holy Spirit of God can do that. No, the imperative is disciple. Now, why would he say disciple and make that in a an imperative, as an imperative? It's because discipling is not a destination. It is a process. Oh, yes, we will all be fully discipled, but not on this earth. That will be in heaven one day. But the discipling process goes on as long as there is breath in the child of God. And so this is the process of discipling. And it is not something where we take a 12-step course or we go through seven steps or eight steps or 10 steps and then we're a disciple or we go through a survival kit or as good as those things are, you don't ever graduate from enrolling in the school of discipleship with Jesus. It is a lifelong process. And so we are to disciple people all the time, everywhere, as we're going, on the way, and we are to baptize those who are being discipled, and we are to teach them to be obedient. And Jesus said, when you do this, I'm going to walk with you every step of the way, and I will be with you until the end of the age. Amen. Let's get on with discipling on the way. This is Tony Crisp. Thanks for listening to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Tune in every weekday for information on biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Fridays are for your questions. Email your questions to questions at TonyCrisp.org. Then just listen for your question to be answered on Friday's podcast. That's questions at TonyCrisp.org. Thanks for listening and have a blessed day on the way.